Hey everyone, welcome to the Women in My World. I am so excited. One of the women in my world, Shelby Thomas, is with me today. Uh, we're going to be talking everything about PR strategy, marketing, branding. Um, she's a filmmaker, a mom. She is out there doing great things. So I cannot wait for us to have this conversation today. So I would love to welcome my dear friend and one of the women in my world, Shelby Thomas. Hello. Thank you so much, Sherry. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Yeah. It's been so fun to see the announcement and, and follow along with the first few episodes. Thank you. Well, and I have to tell everybody, so Shelby is the woman in my world that helps me make all of this happen because if I didn't have her, uh, you would not see any of those posts. <laughs> she really, um, I mean... You know, girl, I'm just going to tell you right up front, you know it as well as I do. There are so many days I text you and I'm like, I don't know what we're posting. I don't know what we're doing. And uh, the social media growth and everything that you've done has just been such an just so huge for me and my brand. So, and that was one of the reasons why I'm really excited about us to talk today because yeah. not only have you and I been working. Um, on this brand and this strategy now for a while between the Sherry Rigby platform and the women in my world, but also just being friends and then also seeing what you're doing in, you know, the faith-based market, but we're going to get there. So everybody, you're going to need to hold on because there are so many cool things happening in Shelby's world and she's a new mama too. So she's going to throw that in there as well. But <laughs> so I want you to tell everybody a little bit about what you do um, on a daily basis and how you actually, well, you have now Weetovic and mm -hmm. that is your PR strategy company. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah. Well, Sherry, I feel like, um, I have all these hats in a box and then before I walk out the door each day, I just choose one and that's the hat, you know, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. balancing all the hats, but yes. Uh, so like you mentioned, I do have, uh, my business, uh, Watovic Thomas management, and that is where I bring in all of my, um, PR branding, marketing. Um, I have a lot of just individual consultant appointments with people based on their, uh, social media, help a lot of actors, authors. I try to stick with, the entertainment industry and kind of focus that way. But so I have a Tovic Thomas management um, and then also have a production company, film production company called Simple Jane Films. And the founder is Ashley Bratcher. And so I, have, I get to work with her every day and it's, I, I love it. Um, we have some projects in our pipeline that we're working on. Uh, so some feature work, um, an animation series. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> you got a lot crazy. going on, girl, and a little baby. But and and so I want to talk to you about that because you know, you know as well as I do, like our culture today, everything, literally identity and kind of what you were just talking about. You know, we have some. I love what you said about every day. You know, it's like pulling out a new hat and putting that on and going. And I feel like especially as women and in our culture today, we're constantly putting on different hats. And it leads me to a couple of thoughts, you know, when we're, when I'm thinking about that and, you know, really one is how do we stay focused 
when we're putting on all of those different hats is how do we stay focused on our identity in Christ? And, and, and so tell us a little bit, you know, share with me like how you do that. Cause I know for myself, you know, if I don't get up every single morning and really focus on the word of God and, and there are many mornings I, you know, my alarm goes off and I pick up my phone and there'll be, you know, several messages already on there. I can see it. Um, I try to keep my phone on silent from, you know, a certain time at night until a certain time in the morning. But sometimes I see those messages or whatever. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, you're on the, it's almost like you're on this rat wheel right away, you know, and then you have to figure out what hat you're going to put on and where you're going to go. And so talk to me a little bit about, you know, how do you cope day in and day out? you know, with putting on these different hats and how do you stay grounded in your identity with Christ versus putting a title to your name? Definitely. And so, I mean, that is something that I recently, I feel like within the past few months, as things picked up and, you know, within the last year, my, my son just turned a year in October and, you know, and that's within the last years when things really picked up for me between, you know, my own business with PR and branding it, but then also having these project producing these projects. And what came what kept you know popping up was uh, Psalm 4610 of be still and know that I'm God. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, what? I, I don't know. It was almost like I was getting frustrated because I was like, okay, well that you see that on all the signs at Hobby Lobby, you know. <laughs> I'm like, come on. <laughs> I was like, no, come on, come on, God, like, give me, give me a stronger word. Like, I mean, right. and, and he, and he just kept saying, no, that's, that's what I mean. That's I, I, what I mean is be still and know that I'm God. And so I, I got to the point where I lo- I just, I looked it up and I'm like, okay, do I need to break this down? Like, what, what am I missing here? Uh, and so, uh, the, what be still means in Hebrew is, to surrender. And so I kept thinking, you know, be still was God's way of saying, you know, be patient, be patient. Uh, Because I was feeling like I was on this rat race of just, you know, running around. And then, you know, when you get in the middle of projects, sometimes you feel like you take, you know, one step forward and 10 steps back, you know, like, (laughs) um, and so, and so, um, just to stay encouraged and feel like I wasn't losing my identity and trying to be a mom and doing too many things at once. It was like, he was telling me like, Hey, you, you need to surrender, not just, you know, be patient, but completely lay it down at my feet and be still so that you will know that I'm God. And that, you know, so and, and God is, he's our refuge. He's everything that we need, our King. So, Anyway, I, I just, I know that that really um, just made a huge impact lately. And wow. I think of that every morning that, you know, whatever comes my way, whatever ha- I'm wearing that day, whether, you know, sometimes you get completely <laughs> derailed, you know, um, you know, mom's a mom and wife, you know, that, that those things come first every now and then, you know, um, and so you just have to change your day around. But um, I just keep thinking, be still and know that I'm God. Wow. I love that because really that's what it's all about. And even thinking about so often what you just said and what hit me was 
that scripture verse, be still and know that I'm God. So often we do think we're like in the middle of it, we hear this, or we are reading it in our scripture, in our Bible. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, so I'm supposed to just be still. But really a lot of times that means, no, it's not really about just being still. It's really that surrender that you just said. It's surrender and know that I'm God because whatever I do, as in what God is doing, he's the one in control, you know, and that's it, right? It's like laying it down and allowing him to be at control. And our identity just has to stay focused in those promises and his, in his word that says, surrender, know that I'm God. And what you're about to do is going to be bigger than you. So you better surrender and you better know that I'm God. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that is, that is what he meant, even though I tried to, you know, you know, question it, but no, he said, no, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love that. Because so often, too, I mean, I know for myself, it is really there's I'm trying to do my own thing. I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. juggling so many different things happening during the day. It's that spinning the plates, you know, um, and I forget so often that I have to be the one to surrender it. I have to be the one to lay it over to him and say, you know what, I can't do it, but you can. And through you, all things are possible. Through me, I might as well give it up because every plate is about to hit the ground. And um, right. so, and I think it's really important, especially today in our culture too, because being a mom, you know, you're a PR strategist, you're a manager, you are traveling, you're a producer, you're doing all of these different things. The culture tells us that you have to do all of those things in your power because that's the way that the world would identify you. And so I think it's something I always think about in success. Like, I wonder, you know, as we go through each and every day or how we can empower others that are listening right now is how do we define success so that when we are wearing all of these hats and we're also moms and we're wives, how do we actually stay healthy and define success in our own lives so that we can keep going with our eyes on Christ? Yeah, I the thing that I think of is that the day I, you know, see God's face and he welcomes me into heaven, I, I just want to be like, God, I, I did everything I could. I gave it, I, I gave everything my all. I, I, I left it all there. Um, and I, I just hope that, you know, he, he's so proud and that I used all the gifts that he's given me, um, and so that, I mean, I feel like that to me is success. I mean, you can get down here on earth. I mean, you feel like you can just get roped up into things, right? I mean, oh, you know, I, um, money means success or um, uh, getting it promoted is is success. But ultimately, at the end of our life, seeing God's face and him knowing we, we left it all here. So, yeah, no, that's really good. And I do think that's really the way of defining success. Now, I know you're a mom and a wife and, um, you know, that's one of the biggest, you know, conversation pieces I think we get into today, whether no matter whether you're a stay at home mom or whether you're, cause that's a full-time job in itself. Right. And then whether you're out working in a different, how are you, how are you and your husband, you know, how do you do life together? How are you coping with all of the work that you're doing? Plus also being a mom, like, what is it, 
What does that look like for the two of you? Because I, your husband's a police officer too, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. So talk a little bit about that because culturally, right now, there's a lot you guys are probably going through as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Um, you know, we we just had our we had our um, son a year ago. That that's our only child. Um, and when I'm gone, I mean it. it people say it takes a village. It, it really does. Uh, right before COVID, we, my husband and I moved closer to my family. Uh, so when I'm gone out on the road, uh, filming or, you know, um, on campaigns and such, my family steps in so much because, um, my husband, Dale, he is a police officer and he can get called in at any, any minute. And so, my family really has stepped in to help me with that and have, have, they've been so supportive. So I just, I can't imagine being a mother without that support system. I mean, I, I'm not sure I could do what I do. I mean, I'm sure I would find a way, but I mean, I owe a lot of it to my family. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Cause that's the way I feel too with my kids and um, it does take a village. It takes an mm-hmm. entire village of people and it's so important. And you guys are both busy. I mean, I grew up with a father that was a police officer mm-hmm. and I know the hours that he had to work and I know the hours that, you know, between him and my mom, I mean, I remember that time. So you guys are both probably running in two different directions as well. Yeah. And he, um, he also just started, uh, he coaches high school basketball, boys basketball. And so, I mean, literally, I mean, we see each other for like lunch, maybe like for five <laughs> minutes. And so, you know, just encouraging each other. I, I mean, you, you just, you gotta, you know, you're, you're a mother, you're a wife, you all, you know, you both have your jobs and your careers just to be encouraged, you know, be supportive of each other and encouraging during the time that you are together. So I love it. I love it. Well, he obviously has definitely encouraged and walked alongside of you and yes. all the things that you're doing. But, I, you know, one thing I love to talk about, um, and you know, from the women in my world, every woman comes with this like testimony and they're all different. They're all powerful and beautiful in their own right. And, um, you know, God is using their voice mighty and it's just so cool. And I think about you as well, being one of the women in my world. And, and I, I love just seeing the influence of women on other women and it's so needed in our culture today. And so, you know, I, I always love to hear, and I think others do too, is, you know, how did you know that the Lord was calling you into this job into PR, into the entertainment world, into media. How did you know that this was going to be the calling on your life? Yeah, I I knew at a young age, um, you know, in kindergarten, we had to draw a picture of what we were going to do when we were older. <laughs> and, you know, I, I drew like a TV, I, you know, I thought I was going to be an actress and uh, I was going to be on this TV show. And so, I mean, really all my life, I had this, this feeling. Um, and, you know, did the high school thing and with theater and all that. Um, but the pivotal moment was my husband and I moved out to Wilmington, North Carolina. And this was probably five years ago. And we started taking classes at the actor's arsenal there. And Ashley Bratcher was our coach, our teacher. So (laughs) that's how we met. 
And, uh, you know, I started auditioning and, uh, you know, learned so many great things from Ashley. And I, I auditioned and got a callback for this project that was going to be filmed in North Carolina. And it had some nudity, um, you know, sexual references, um, language was huge. I mean, every other line that I had was just, I mean, awful. Uh, but you know, I, I got the call back and I thought, okay, well, this is, this is a, you know, a big movie and I'll, okay, this is great. This is, you know, that it'll be okay. I'll do it. Um, and God just was like, no, no. Um, and and my husband was not okay with it. And I, I, um, did the call back in the interviews, uh, against his wishes, um, because it was almost like, I don't know, I'm probably desperate, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I, I had this dream all my life that I was like, oh, okay, well, uh, this has to be it. Um, well, God took that away. I mean, I didn't even hear from him. I don't think they even had the funding, you know, you, you learn as you go, but that was when I said, okay, God, I, I know I wasn't supposed to do that. You know, looking, I, I, I went against Dale, um, I went against you, especially, most importantly. And I said, okay, all right, well, here, I'm laying it at your feet. Okay. Um, I actually got out of the, the industry, stopped taking classes. Ashley and I kind of kept in ch- touch. Um, and anyway, she got done filming Unplanned, and they said, Ashley, you'll need a, a, probably a publicist because there's going to be a lot of media following this film. And so... She and this is the God moment. This is where it comes. Um, she put on, <laughs> she she put on Facebook. She said, "You know, and is are there any students that would be interested in helping me uh, with my schedule and all that?" Um, and I went to go comment, and I deleted it because at that time I wasn't a, a student. I was a, a, an adult with a full time job um, outside of the industry, so I, I deleted my comment. I just was like, "Okay, no, this is for somebody else, not me." And two days later, um, Ashley messages me and she said, Hey, I don't know if you saw my post, but would you be interested in this? And I mean, we hadn't mm-hmm. talked for months. I mean, she had no idea that I was even interested in that. And so, you know, God, and she said, I just felt God say that I was supposed to bring somebody else up with me. Wow. And I, and she had no idea that I was going to comment that I was interested. So I, that was God bringing me back into it and putting me uh, with the people that I was supposed to be with. Um, and he has just surrounded me with all of the right people that um, our views align, um, you know, have, have the same Christian faith. So it, it's been great. And that's how he kind of pulled me back in and in the right direction. I love that. I love that. I was just... Um... Well, and I love that she said to you, I feel like I'm supposed to bring up another woman with me. I mean, yes. that's the whole thing, right? Like the women in my world is so much about that. It's mentoring. It's it's about growing other women and investing in them somehow, some way to encourage them along the way and grow them. And, you know, one thing I think just hit me with what you were saying, I, I just... I spoke to a woman the other day just via email and, um, you know, she was writing to me about her young daughter, you know, an adolescent daughter. And, and this young girl had gotten a, a really big call back for, you know, a television show and lots of profanity, you know, definitely something that was not 
in their value system. And that's so much of what we're seeing today in our culture, right? Like I hear that all the time. So it's not just, you know, we, we're all facing that and it really does come down to those choices, but God always has a plan for your life. And I, and I just reminded her, I said, you know, we, as whether we're in entertainment or whether we're a nurse or whatever it is, wherever God has called us, we have to know in advance what our no's are. It's like, know your nose. And I think it's one of the biggest things, and especially in my life too, in my career, I had to learn that lesson very early on as well. I had been offered the, um, I had been offered, my first big job was I was offered uh, to be the first Marlboro woman. And um, yeah, it was pretty, you know, I was like, wow, I've just got offered this like huge thing and then, you know, I'm going to be famous. And I just remember my kid looking at me and he was like, yeah, for smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I was like, wow, you know, and, and it, you know, out of babe's mouths. Right. And it just really hit me. And, um, but those are the kind of things. And I think so often God does, he just is like, no, 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 let me, you know, let me take care of this. And I remember having to turn down that job and just, what I the just what I got from my agent and people at that time, just like this woman did too. And I just reminded her, I said, you know, and it's just like you, it's like God has a plan for your life. And, you know, we can step out in faith and we can in obedience. And when we do, the favor that's there is like where he's putting you with Ashley. He already knew there was an ordained thing that was going to happen, which I'm really excited about for us to keep talking about. But but what he's done is he's put you in a place that you probably, like myself in so many situations, I could never have imagined being in front of the people that I've been in front of with with no no me trying to knock doors down or to come to the table uninvited. Like I've to meet people or to be in front of them or to go in for job interviews or to be called up to and offered a job. Like I would have never thought that was going to be me, but it's because of the favor of God that's on it. And so that's really cool. I love that. And I love that you're working with Ashley. I think unplanned. I mean, that had to be a really huge career shift for you though, going from this thought process of going into the acting world. And now all of a sudden you're going into being a publicist and you know, I'm, I think you traveled with Ashley um, to some of her events and things like that as well. I mean, what was that like for you being a part of a movie that really was so, um, it, I mean, it was world changing, right? It was world changing and you were part of something that God was getting ready to do and just blow the roof off of when it came to abortion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's so crazy. It, and I just, I have chills because it's like God always, always one ups you, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, he, um, it just has a way of, you know, whether it's turning your life around or offering you, giving you something that you mm -hmm. didn't, you couldn't even have imagined it being like that or happening like that. And that's what he did with, um, unplanned and my, my involvement with Ashley and unplanned. Uh, I mean, we got to travel the world together and to see the impact that movie had, um, around the world, um, and in different languages and that it's not just a political thing happening in the U S I mean, it, it, it's a thing all around the world. Um, it's a, it's a human issue. It's a love issue. Um, and so 
it, it was just, it, it was incredible. There were so many amazing people on the unplanned team uh, that we were surrounded with and got to work with every day. Uh, so, I mean, and, and you've, you watched it, uh, you've seen the movie, um, just, just seeing and hearing the stories that were coming in through, um, social media and the, the stories that Ashley heard, um, when traveling around, I mean, there, there, you just, you couldn't have even imagined all of that. There's no possible way anyone could have imagined that. So it's, it's fun seeing God work. Well, and I agree. And especially with that, I mean, this is something abortion and Planned Parenthood. These are topics that are polarizing for so many people. And to be in a position to really go out and fight for life and hear people's stories and what they've gone through, um, it's life changing. And it's so it's it's so empowering. And I love that God was like, you know what, girl, I don't want just this for you. I want to give you the best of the best. And I want to give you a position. It's like that that Esther position. I want to put you before the king so that you can you can save my people kind of thing. Right. Like it's a big deal um, that you're you know, you're a voice for life. And I just, I love that God was like, I'm not going to start small with you. I'm going to give you something really big. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, after that, you know, and I, I, you know, people ask, did you go to school, you know, for journalism? No, I have an international business degree, uh, you know, and that that's helpful, I suppose. But no, I, I got <laughs> absolutely thrown into it. And, you know, the first movie is about abortion. I mean, now I feel like Ashley and I feel like we can, we can tackle anything. (laughs) (laughs) There is no topic. Yeah. God, I mean, God didn't leave any room to be afraid, um, or to not be bold and, um, you know, to, to stand in truth. Uh, you know, we, we couldn't, you know, be both sides of the fence on it, on really anything now. I mean, on that project, especially, but I mean, it, now when we view other films that we want to do, I mean, we, we understand that we have, we got to take a stand for truth. Right. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I remember, you know, I was a teenage mom and, um, I remember when I finally had given my life to Christ, I, you know, I was a, at 25 years old and I just remember telling the Lord, I was like, well, you know, of course I would love a platform so that I could talk to young teenage moms and, um, you know, that was really something that I, I talked about that all the time. And then I remember when um, the Lord gave me the movie October Baby, and he called me to talk about being post-abortive. I was like, no, not this. Like, I want to talk to teen moms. And he said to me very specifically, he said, this is where it all begins. And Yeah. And it was just, it was so powerful. And it really was about being a voice and, um, you know, being able to fight for something that was so important. But, you know, with that being said, I mean, obviously, here you are, you you're doing acting, you, you know, back when you had started, you know, with the classes, and then you find yourself doing PR and you know, God obviously anointed you for the position, right? Because you didn't go to school. You weren't pursuing that as the actual job that you were going to have. I mean, how did you, so you find yourself now in the faith world, but what are some of the struggles that you've actually come up against being part of the faith world? Is there anything that you've found that's been really a big struggle that's been almost impossible to get over? 
Yeah, uh, a few things. Uh, you know, people will come to me, whether it's authors or, or actors, uh, with projects, and they'll, you know, wouldn't it be great to be on Ellen? <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, <laughs> yeah. like, let's get you on Ellen, girl. Um, but, you know, sometimes, depending on what, what the material is, you know, you can't, I can't promise getting people on these, in these big networks. And unfortunately it, you know, it's, it's politics. And so I would say that's one frustrating thing is that I don't doubt my work, um, because I have God's favor and, um, he's been good to me so far. (laughs) He always will, but you know, it's just, I can't promise, you know, to be on the, on these big media platforms because on, on their side, you know that I'm sure that that makes sense. So that's that's one one uh, obstacle for sure. Yeah, you know what? I think it's really interesting that you said that because talking a little bit about brand and strategy, right? It is, you know, it's really we walk this very fine line as believers in entertainment, and we see what the world gives priority to, even in. Um, status and going on doing interviews, you know, if you're up for a project or whatever, and you think, oh, if I make it to such and such, you know, I, I remember in the day, it was like, oh, my gosh, if I make it on Oprah Winfrey, you know, I've just like, I've conquered the world, if my book could just be on her, you know, top 10. And it's like, wow, this is incredible. But a lot of times, it really does come down to brand and strategy, and who is your market. And so, you know, I would ask you to talk a little bit about that, because not only, I mean, that's what you do, but it's brand strategy and marketing. And then how do you incorporate that into what you believe you're supposed to be doing for the Lord? I mean, I love watching all these mama bears that are at home and they're, you know, doing all these great social media things and they're doing devotionals or they're writing books or whatever. But how do you really focus on knowing first and foremost, what your market is, your branding, and how do you strategize that knowing who you need to go after before you know, as you're starting to put something out instead of going, Hey, I think, you know, I'm going to be on the Ellen show or I'm going to be on late night with Jimmy, you know, Kimmel or whoever, like, where do you bring people to and say, let's go. How, how do, how do you tackle that? Yeah. So I, the, the first question I, and the first thing to think about, uh, even with a new client that comes with a project is to ask yourself, what, can you give to your followers uh, or the the people that are following you? What are they going to get from your content, or what are they going to you know? What is your book going to give? Because as Christians, I feel you know we're called to give and use our talents uh, and our gifts that that God has given us. But what are people going to learn from you, and what's that target market like? You know, are you like you said? We know what your target is as far as um, you know, 18 to 34, 34 to 50, or, you know, and so, um, depending on what you can give and what people can learn from you is going to be your target. So, um, you know, it's not going to make sense for you to be on Jimmy Kimmel, Uh, you know, unless unless something, (laughs) you know, to share about the women in my world, you know? So, I mean, those things are like that, 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 scenario or that example is quite obvious, but you, you really just have to, um, write things, write things down, 
um, you know, give five things, just break down five things, part, five parts of your life, even uh, what people can learn from you, what people will get out of following you or purchasing your book uh, and just really sticking to that because you can get into the weeds and get too vague on things. So. No, that's a really good point. I know that's something that you've really helped me on. And I'm, I'm not a good social media person. I, I just have total fear when it comes to doing a dance video, um, <laughs> you know, and TikToking and all these other things. I mean, I'm growing. I, I'm growing, yes. but it's very, it's difficult because, you know, it, it is something I know. There's things out there that I want to share with people, but I also really want to stay true to who I am and authentic to who I am, um, and so. I try to do that the best way that I can. And, and, and so for me also, there are some things that I target, whether it's my devotional time or whether it's the movie or a project I'm working on or other women. I love highlighting other women or things that I'm doing like my marriage or my kids. But that to me is really authentic, you know, marketing. Um, and I know that's not always where we're going to find a whole lot of growth in this day and age because we are trying to do other things. But you know, um, I think for me, when I when I when I think about you doing a lot of the things that you're doing right now too, is even having conversations with um, people that I'm working with in the industry. And you're talking about influence platforms, social media. You're now producing and getting ready to do movies and so on. What are you guys? What are you looking for on people's platforms, especially in the faith world, especially as influencers? Because I get really, I do look at people's platforms when I'm, when we're doing, you know, we're, we're casting or whatever. And I want to make sure they're authentic to who they are, especially as believers and that they're not posting things that I might not be able to really utilize somewhere in this project that we're working on or whatever. How, how, how is today's social media platforms actually um, impacting entertainment and casting and things that we're seeing today on television or in movies. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah. I mean, and the biggest thing that I've seen uh, lately is auditions will ask for your social platforms, you know? And so there's so many actors that have been coming to me saying, how do, how do I grow? Uh, because mm-hmm. I'm auditioning and they're asking for my social platforms and, you know, they're looking at that and, you know, will they really base their, uh, their choice on, on that? And yeah. I, yeah, they're asking for that because they want, you know, now with social media, your influence matters. I mean, to, to the project, uh, you know, you, you, I would love for just the talent, you know, for the, the right person to get it, who, you know, the best person for the job, you know, but now they are looking at influencers and the best thing I, that I could suggest for people or, you know, even actors is to stay consistent on your social platforms. Um, you know, reels are a really big deal. Um, you know, show your, show your family. And, and what I like too about the reels and TikToks and videos is you can show, you know, who you are, but the different parts of you, uh, and people will, you know, producers will be able to see that on your platform too. Of like, Oh, she, you know, I love these pictures of her and her family. She'd be good for, you know, a sister, or a, a mother role, you know? Right. Um, so I, I guess just, play into who you are, uh, and, right. and don't, don't focus so much on having a perfect 
grid a perfect, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> just be so authentic and show all parts of you, you know, the, whatever you're comfortable with. But yeah. It's tough. It's tough because it's it's something that, you know, I've I had to really get to a place because there's a lot of mornings when I'm doing my devotional that I don't have makeup on. I'm not ready. I'm not, you know, all perfect, but it's authentically who I am. And I want people to really understand that it's actually truly a part of my life and that I'm not trying to figure it out after I get all dolled up to put something up, you know, now there's other days that, you know, I have to get ready first to my day or whatever, and I'll sit back down again. And, um, but what would you, you know, what would you say to people like, like, what would you say don't post or be really cautious of that? Because if people, I mean, I know nowadays, like colleges are looking at social media, um, other businesses, not just media, you know, in general or entertainment, but everybody's really looking at what you're posting. I mean, it's a big part of the conversation of our culture today. I mean, let's face it, you can be canceled because of something you say, which, you know, as Christians, we don't want to buy into that. But, you know, it's funny, I had, I had someone years ago, and I'm not going to give away who it is, but somebody was, they had something on their social media that probably shouldn't have been there. And, you know, unfortunately, in this day and age, people look at pictures. And it is, you know, it can be very condemning, and you may not have done anything wrong, right? And, and somebody lost, you know, a position, a leadership position because of that. And so I think it's just something we have to be really aware of. And I think our kids are not as aware of that. And they need to be. I mean, social media is a big thing in this day and age. And what you just said, even about work or entertainment, that now is across the board. So what do we stay away from in our social media that maybe we shouldn't be posting or what we should be more concerned about? Yeah, it's going to depend on each one of us, you know, whatever we're comfortable with. There's some Mm -hmm. people that feel strongly about a topic, you know, if they're educated on it and they feel strongly, they feel like they need to stand for that, you know, go ahead. I mean, post it, but just know that you could lose a job or you could not get a job because of that. And just be, you know, just be careful, be, make sure you're educated on, on topics that you are going to post about. But I guess, my thing, my thing that I would suggest is just to keep things positive, keep things light. You know, if there are things that you need to confront, there's a way to be gentle about it. But that's just that's just my nature. Um, <laughs> no, but, but that's really, but that's true. I mean, I think that's a really good way to approach it. You know, it's just you know you have to. I, I think you just have to be cautious of what you're doing in this day and age. And I think, you know, that's important to all of us. But I know it's a big topic. It's much deeper than you and I can probably even go to on here, right? Yes, but yes. so how do you I'll 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 shift us in a different direction before we have to say goodbye. But you know, how do you I would ask you like how do you, you know, serve and influence other women today in your world? How do you encourage them? You know, I love just checking in with friends uh, every now and then, just sending a word of encouragement because I feel like today there's just so much pressure to, um, you know, like we talked earlier, be su- to be successful. But what do, what does that mean? That means that means you know different things for all of us, honestly. And so, just to send women words of encouragement, whether I 
you know, talked with them every day, whether we're in the same industry, just reaching out and supporting because it's not often that you get those little notes um, that, you know, you're thinking of them, uh, they're doing great things and to keep going. Yeah, I love that. I got a thank you, a handwritten thank you note from a friend not long ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't received one of these like handwritten notes in forever. And it's so amazing. And it reminded me, wait, I need to be better. Like I haven't done yes. that in a long time. You know, I get so like caught up in my world that it's, you know, and you forget about it. And, and but those little things that matter, you know, um, yeah. it doesn't have to be huge. It can be, it can be small, but what would, what kind of advice would you give to somebody who wants to pursue what you're doing right now in the entertainment industry and for PR, everything that you're doing, what, what kind of advice would you give to them? I would just say, jump on in. Um, <laughs> you know, if you wait f until you're ready, you'll be sitting there for a long time. So um, just jump in. Uh, the biggest thing that has helped me is uh, to be a connector, whether and, and be a connector for other people. You know, if, it, if it's not if it's a contact that uh, someone else can benefit from, give that. You know, I, I, I'm just an open an open book that, you know, my contact is your contact. Uh, and so networking is just so big. It's such a good point. One of my really good friends, Anna Redmond said to me one time, she said, you know, your Rolodex is not yours. It's God's. Right. And I was like, whoa, you know, that's right. That's really true. You know, and if we believe every appointment and has been, you know, set yes. up by him, then our Rolodex really is his. So that's a really great piece of advice. Um, tell us a little bit before we go, what you're doing, how people can find you and what is next for Shelby? Yeah. Well, if you're interested in, uh, you know, PR branding, uh, go to my Watovic Thomas management page. Um, there, I, I have some, um, posts on there, but, um, you can reach out if you're in need of management, but also with simple Jane films, we, you can go there on our Instagram page and stay connected. We have a few projects in our pipeline, so we're so excited hey. about them. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and just, just, you know, growing that way and meeting new people and, um, getting to work with other women like yourself, Sherry, is just amazing. I mean, we love partnering with other women and learning, you know, working with, um, women like yourself and, um, we're, we're just, we're, we're learning and we're growing together. So, I mean, yeah. that, that is so much fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think what we need to do, because we had the Women in My World event at the Christian Worldview Film Festival this last year, which we had so many great panels and yes. so many women that contributed to that and shared so much just wisdom and, and, and gave so much good advice, really working and growing with one another. We had a great breakfast. I think it's time for us to do the Women in My World conference this coming yes. spring. What do you think, Shelby? Should I, we do that? I am ready. I am so <laughs> okay. there. <laughs> I think it's time. It's time to bring all of these women together under one roof to be encouragement and to grow other women across the board in the industry and all different walks of life to, to be an encouragement and say, you know what? God's got a plan for your life. So, well, yes. I love you, girlfriend. I thank you so much. We don't get to spend nearly enough time together, but I am I just know. so thankful that you were part of the Women in My World podcast. And I am so thrilled. So thank you for being here with me. 
Yes, it's an honor. Thank you so much. Awesome. And I am going to say to you guys, before we go, The Women in My World is brought to you by PureFlix. PureFlix has the best streaming library of faith and family movies and series with original programming and new titles added every month. PureFlix is a blessing in my household, and I know that it will be in yours too. So make sure you check out the podcast, you check out the platform, and make sure that you connect with other women in your world. All right, we'll talk to you soon.